Good evening everyone, this is Deepika Swani at the Cambridge Judge Business School. Today I'm with Martha Wickstrom. Martha is the founding partner of Atelier Fund Management and she was the CEO of Richmond Fashion and Accessories. Martha has also been the MD of Harrods Limited and she served as a director for a list of companies such as Fortnum and Mason and was the president of Nordstrom. Thank you, Martha. It's such a pleasure to have you with us today. Uh, thank, thank you for you. agreeing to talk to us. It's a pleasure to be here with you. My first question to you would be, you have been so successful in all your roles. What was it like being the CEO of the largest luxury or retail organization in the world? Well, it was very challenging, but what a privilege. I was surrounded by beauty every day, jewelry, watches, uh, you know, the most spectacular historical brands. We had brands that were up to 250 years old. Also, Azadine Alaya, the extraordinary designer, Chloe, um, and, and really beautiful products. So from that standpoint, really a privilege. And I was lucky enough to serve on the strategy product and communications committee. So I looked at the strategy of every brand. And I also was able to look at every product that was launched by the companies that uh, the 23 companies that we owned. Um, so I was really lucky because we owned a, a very diverse portfolio, everything from pretty shotguns to Cartier to Net-a-Porter, which is, uh, of course, a digital marketplace. And, and really, um, so I, I, was, I was very lucky, and I was very uh, well-sponsored by the chairman of the company. When I joined Richemont, I joined as a non-executive director and I later became an executive director and CEO of the, the fashion accessory portfolio. Mm -hmm. um, it's a very diverse company, and it is a very rigorous company to work in um, because our businesses are all global. And so the, the amount of time and energy spent on the road and uh, out, out and about is, is quite intensive. Um, but um, I have to say overall, uh, if you really think about businesses of that type being about product and people uh, I think we we had the most beautiful product in the world so that that made going to work quite easy uh, it's a Swiss French company and uh, I'm, I'm an American national been in in London for 15 years but um, sometimes it, um, cultural and we had businesses like I said globally so uh, cultural issues do play a role in the way you communicate and work with people and uh, so my learning curve there was quite quite steep Amazing. Sounds like a fantastic experience. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Great. Uh, my next question to you might sound a little glitched, but I would love to know how would you like to describe your leadership style? I remember you mentioned in, the, in, in an interview before that, you know, don't forget and confuse my kindness with weakness. I am stronger than I look. Mm -hmm. So would you like to talk about that? Yeah, my, my, my favorite style uh, of leadership and the style that I think I'm most successful in is collaborative leadership, right. where I work with people, uh, where we have a great sense of respect for one another. Um, I don't work as well in power leadership, where it's about power, and, and uh, because that to me is very much about command and control, and I'm, about a, I'm a person who really believes that if you work at all levels of the organization, um, you really you learn a lot, and that really helps. It, it, there's a respect in the organization to that. I don't like people who backstab. I don't like people who undercut. 
I don't like it when they undercut me, but I especially don't like it when they undercut one another and don't work in a collaborative manner because we don't have time. I used to tell my uh, teams, the war is on the street. It's not in the house. So if we bring it in the house, we're wasting time and energy and unbelievable resources fighting with each other rather than thinking about ways to work together. So if we have problems, let's get in a room. If we have um, challenging strategic issues, let's get in a room and work them out because uh, we can't lose a minute in uh, today's very competitive world. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. My next question to you would be about the opportunities and barriers for progress to the top of, you know, the corporate world. In specific, do you think we need to collaborate and, you know, plan differently if you're interested in the retail and service sector? Are things different in these industries, in these sectors? Well, one of the things I think is really interesting, a lot of times, one thing I didn't say to everybody tonight when I was speaking to uh, the MBA classes, I didn't say, go out and sell something. And the reason I say that is because hands-on experience is very important and interfacing with people is very important. You learn a lot and you learn about uh, different types of people, different reactions from people. You also, when you sell, you learn how to close a sale. And I always say, in your life, you're going to be selling yourself, your product, you're going to be selling your concept, your idea, your business, um, your entire life. So learning to sell is actually, I think, very important. I think that jump in. You know, I there's just no roadmap for exactly the way things should go. But I believe that great companies, and the one thing, jump in and try to find a great company and a company that really respects their employees and has a, has a track record for uh, pr- promoting from within. Because I think great companies, truly great companies, recognize talent. And they'll always be looking to find new opportunities for people who perform. Yeah, that's, that's really useful to know. Uh, finally, to conclude, I would like to ask what advice do you have for MBAs like me, people who hope to build a successful corporate career post their MBA? The advice I would have is that uh, try to find something you're passionate about. If you're going to be truly great, you're going to have to work very, very hard. So hopefully you'll work hard at something. You know, some days I always say some days are diamonds and some days are stones. And we do have our tough days no matter what we do. But if you can have more diamonds and stones and more wins and losses, it really is fun. And if you're going to work hard to be great, you're going to have to work very hard. So find something that you have a passion for. Wow, that's some food for thought. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Marty. It's been a pleasure talking to you today. Uh, Thank you for joining us at Judge Business School. Well, what a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me.